do the thing. Come on, give it to me. And for 30 minutes or almost an hour, they, they just were tickling your balls. Talk. They're just shit talk and shit talk. And nothing going. I mean, not nothing, but just bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then it's over. And I'm like, so this is what Blue Balls feels like. Yes. Welcome to the entertainment industry. <laughs> Welcome to my sexual life. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone and welcome to anime club after dark the podcast that delves into all things anime manga and otaku culture related stop that design i'm your host Alex, <laughs> and you can call me senpai and joining me tonight i have our poser extraordinaire natai it's just that every time you do you do the exact same rhythm so like i'm just like you know vibing to it you know i listen i tried to i tried to do the same thing every time but occasionally i changed it up you should listen to the the monthly dump uh the second one we did where uh i uh I did a different intro, <laughs> and it Ooh. it kind of took it kind of took the guys by surprise. By the time this comes out, it will be already out. Oh right? yeah, it will have been out oh. for a couple of weeks, I'm sure, at least, or if not longer. Oh, I, I totally did listen to it, to it by now, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we don't record these weeks in advance, do we? What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, as you can no doubt tell uh, by the title above, we are indeed doing the first of what will probably be three ranking episodes for uh, the Monogatari series to kind of put a bow on our uh, Monogatari spoiler cast series that we've done. We're, we're past the end. We're, we are in our own Zoku Awari Monogatari right now. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so what's but, our monster season then? Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> um uh but before we actually do uh get into it uh, i do want to remind everyone if you like what you see do drop us a like down below um if you have anything to say about our shit takes about the characters you're about to see uh us rank uh please do let us know as well i'm sure, I'm they're sure all- they'll let us know it is I'm something sh- that anime that anime fans like to do is shit on your waifus so oh 100 and i'm sure that there will be opinions um and also if you do like what you see and want to see more do remember to hit that uh, subscribe button if you have not already um with that let, let's get into it i i have prepared something to tie mm, please do share it's it's uh it's right here oh Whoa! So me, me. There we go. Let me make it a little better. Nice. There we go. Right, uh, so yeah, this is this is our tier list. Um, I do want to point out. Yes, there are a couple of minor characters that uh, aren't in this list. Uh, there is no Mamaragi, sadly. Uh, best girl. I mean, what? <laughs> she. You don't even see her face. Give me a break. It's the best thing about her. I mean, what? Uh, uh, I have sex only in the dark. What? <laughs> Um, also, there's only one version of each character on this list. I did. I, there were a couple of tier lists that people have made where they had like five versions of each character on the list. I thought that was a little bit overkill. So we are going to be doing these rankings pretty much as like an overview of our feelings about the characters themselves. Um, the only character that's really kind of split in two here, we do have Hanakawa and Black Hanakawa, which we are rating separately. Um, I feel like Black Hanakawa is distinct enough to have her own yeah, like characters um do you have any like criteria that you're gonna apply to this thought process because <laughs> um, I'm, I'm still not sure 
I know you're gonna shit on all the lowly characters already, so you could just fuck off with that, Natai. I mean, I mean, I mean, aren't all lollies the worst? No, no, they're not, Natai, and that is absolute blasphemy for you to say something <laughs> like that. Um, but my 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 general criteria for this is going to be the same for every character. It's just how well written I think they are. Um, their design is going to go a little bit into it. And um, the voice acting. Like, that's going to be it. Mm. That's my three to, criteria. To be fair, though, like, like we're going to rank them. But I think you and I can agree that in terms of design, all of them are s tier like oh both yeah like all, all of the designs mm. are are great in their own way if i had to say that there's any character in uh the monogatari series that i personally thought was a little basic in their design i we'll get to it maybe i hate to say this but maybe Hachikuji's. math <laughs> what <laughs> I don't I know. She a, seems she seems a little. I don't know. She seems a little basic in my mind, but um, I mean her Zoku like appearances. Okay, the Zoku <laughs> appearance is different though. <laughs> but anyway, though? shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, but let's get started, Nizai. Let's get right. started. Um, let's if you're it. watching this, so I, I do. I know there's a lot of people who listen to our podcast, and thank you for that. But there is obviously a visual component to this uh, on our YouTube channel. I come do hope. to YouTube. Uh, yes, c come to YouTube. We we want to get to a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. Uh, but uh, as you can no doubt tell, if you are watching the video version of this, there is a special tier all the way at the top. So let's take care of that in its eye. Who goes at the top? Uh, uh, best girl, fucking waifu of all time, Hanakawa. Literally the best girl, Hanakawa. She has her own tier all to herself. <laughs> she doesn't know everything, but she does know she's the best. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, was there any We're doubt? We're sluts like, for Hanakawa. We really are. Like, both of us are just absolute sluts for Hanakawa. It's a shame that she doesn't get what she wants. Yikes. Let me, let me ask you something, Natai, because you're also a fan of... Um, snafu is, is it right. kind of like the whole yui thing with hanakawa shut up it's not a thing it's not a thing <laughs> i'm uh, not into sad girls it's not a thing <laughs> yes i am anyway <laughs> uh but i listen hanakawa is that that ride or die girl like she's with she's you know for like aranagi at least she's gonna be ride or die till the end of time right for sure it's it's kind of like the fact that they have that conversation. By the way, spoilers. I mean, yeah, I, I feel now. like I feel like it, since this is also technically part of our spoiler cast series, it shouldn't need to be said. But yes, there will be spoilers. Spoilers. In this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's I kind of think it's wonderful that they have that conversation at the end of her arc where she does get that chance to confess to him mm. and then he rejects her, but she still managed to you know close that circle you know yeah to some extent and it's like she's great I, I i can't watch her all day like i think i think both you and i can agree on that she's her writing like she's so witty and mm. it's she's super entertained to watch her bounce off of other characters not only araragi i mean I always go back to that one scene in oari season one where she where you had that confrontation between her and ogi and you get a sense mm. of her 
how how quick she is with her mind and how she's like you know manages to come to solutions fairly quickly it's like super yeah. awesome character i love and, it yeah and like the design is just it's top tier especially just watching her change throughout the series like when we she gets the Nisio Eason haircut, obviously. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, we see her with the long hair. We see her with the short hair. The tiger stripes is my favorite. Same, same. <laughs> I wish I could find a figure of her with the tiger striped hair. Because it's the best. It's the best yes. design. I love it. Um, And the glasses. <laughs> I don't know why I like it, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Glass, glasses boy likes glasses girl. Hmm. I know, right? I like the fact that there's that one scene in that was is it Kizu where it's uh the or Koyomi buys the porn and it's just like we like glasses girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the story with right the after he meets Hanakawa. <laughs> uh, Kizu was never. wild. Kizu was wild. Um, but I think kind of like going off of, of Hanakawa, let's do Black Hanakawa since she is listed first here. Um, I think, if I'm being perfectly honest, I think Black Hanakawa, if we're judging her on her own, like this chart does, hmm. I think she's kind of a C. Really? She's kind of a bitch. I mean, yeah, but that's also part of the point. She's supposed to be like hmm. the pent-up anger and regret and resentment and... Although she does redeem herself in... Tsubasa Tiger. Hmm. Hmm. That does change it. I the like the fact that the in terms of entities or oddities, she's obviously a self-aware oddity, uh, but she's also self-aware enough to know that she's doing evil things. To her, it's not evil. It's like justified. It's like, oh, that's my, what my master needs in order to release all this stress and yes envy but she and recognizes she recognizes that other people see it as evil oh yeah yeah she recognized that putting her parents in in the hospital is kind of fucked up yeah <laughs> um i wouldn't say c although i would say if i'm going by design alone it's a fucking s <laughs> Oh, it's it's an ass. Oh, uh, oh, oh, it's an ass. Um, uh, I would say I would say in terms of like an overall character, though, I'd give her a B. Okay, okay. okay. I, I'd say definitely like middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, God, that tongue twister, though. I know. Mm. Just fucking kudos to the voice actor, though, right? Maybe that deserves okay. an A for yeah. the tongue twister, girl. Right. What that tongue Let's... do? Let, let's all right let's keep her as like mm, as like the top of b Ta okay okay in okay. order to access a you need to be better than her although that's not gonna be a bit oh, okay we'll see. okay so like a b plus <laughs> yeah okay. she's like she's like on the gates of the b kingdom it's like you're approaching a you must go through me first <laughs> oh you're approaching me <laughs> um all right so um we have a character from kizu now um is this i, I forget is this guillotine cutter or dramaturgy i can't that's remember. that's guillotine cutter okay guillotine cutter okay i can never okay. remember the names based on their looks that I, I mix them up all the time no that's guillotine cutter so i want to say this S about, plus design uh, yes i want to say this about the uh the oddity hunters that we meet in in kizu well we meet episode earlier than that but um mm. i feel like all of them would get higher rankings from me if they had more screen time throughout the series i agree 
Um, because I think they're all genuinely good characters, but they didn't have enough time on screen to really grow on me. Because in in the context of Kizu, it's like the idea of okay, we have people hunting Kisshot, who's a vampire. Mm-hmm. So let's just show the spectrums of who can be a vampire hunter. So I have like a man, a half man, a half vampire, and a vampire. So and it's kind of it doesn't go much beyond just like, ooh, that's kind of cool. So like I don't totally agree with you that we it's it's just like that pitch of oh, this is the guy. This is yeah. the vampire. This is the half and half. It's like And they all three of them have the very on. different motivations for hunting any uh yeah. vampires. And Gilly Cutter, we get the least amount of interactions with him, if yeah. we're being honest, right? We have, like, the first time meeting him, and the confrontation with him is very quick, and that's it. And yeah. again, he's su- and he's still, like, very, it's like, he's super entertaining. Like, I love the voice actor, the performance. I love the aura he mm. radiates, you know? Yeah, for sure. As much as I would like to rate him higher, I gotta say D just for the lack of screen time. D, but the design, bro. The design is good. Maybe a C. I'll give us. I give him a C. Okay, C. C is fair enough. I think All D right. will, like it'll, it'll have to be like something too extreme. You know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over who's who's next in the list because I want to I want to go ahead and get the other. Uh, vampire, vampire hunter hunters. out of the way who we only get to see in the Kizu Monogatari movies. Uh, so this is a dramaturgy. I give him a C. A C as well? I mean, I, I yeah. feel like, yeah, for a lot of the same reasons as as, uh, as Guillotine Cutter. He is better than Guillotine Cutter specifically because the fight is the fight awesome. is awesome. The fight is awesome. I'd put him like I think he's like the top of C tier probably for now. Uh, but yeah, just the fight is <laughs> incredible. You know. All right, it's, it's fair enough. Um, I won't spend too much time on it because um, we know who's next. <laughs> Literally the best girl, bro. We might, we I, we might have fucked up and should have put another tier just for Kaki. <laughs> Kaki's S. No, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our biases. I, 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 yeah. As much as we have literally sucked them off throughout the entirety of the Monogatari series, I, there's no doubt. Like, as, as, as antagonists go, and then he, like, becomes a protagonist, it's, it's great to watch. Um, I, I love it's, it's a trope that I genuinely love in fiction when, um, uh, antagonist slowly you get to watch uh, antagonist slowly become a protagonist especially when it's done really well like it is with kaiki um yeah and by the end of it it's like you're like yeah, go kaiki go kaiki go which i mean and, which is so cool because when you do get to to itagi end and he's like you're watching from his perspective like mm-hmm. At the beginning, he's still Kaiki. It's still like the sleazy piece of shit. It's only you, you're watching from his perspective. So you're mm. already kind of siding with him from the get-go. And as you see him, like, finally accepting uh, Hitagi's request and aiding her, you see how he's slowly, slowly, like, becoming more of a of a, of a force for good in this very shitty situation. Um, but I gotta say, I think from his first scene, he already stole the show. Oh yeah, his well, introduction. When, he, when he first shows up in uh, what is it Nisei? 
Um, yeah, Nisei. Uh, like, he's just standing outside of um, Kambru's house and just, it's so ominous. I mean, that's the fucking title of his, his like, character <laughs> theme is ominous. Um, but, like, it, it's perfect for him because that's just how he is. It's how he looks, how he, presents how he himself carries well. himself. Yeah. But especially to Araragi, how he saw, because again, at the end of the, the story, he's just a guy. He's just an old guy making to make looking to make money. But to Araragi at that time, he's like, oh, this villainous figure who's all scary with the dead trees in the background and the red sun. It's it's amazing. But his performance as well is fucking amazing because you see. Throughout the show, you get to see all these kids, you know, talking shit at each other. It's like, oh, wow, this dialogue is so complex and so entertaining. And then this guy comes. It's like, bitch, bam, just slaps him around. It's like, this is what an adult in this world who knows a bit about about how to, you know, live is like. And it's so much fun to see him just like, wow. Slapping Koyomi down. It's like, let me show you how it's done, kid. Like, it's, it's brilliant how they turn this caricature of a villain into mm. something much more interesting to that you know yeah well i i also love how uh that that scene also in nisei where he's talking to karen um mm. and it's essentially just it, the the whole scene is essentially just a roundabout way for him to pickpocket her yeah that too <laughs> <laughs> he literally just finds a way to knock her out so she could he could take her money What's your favorite scene of Kaiki? Mm. Uh, when they find him in the donut shop is pretty funny. Donut shop is really, really funny. <laughs> Koyomi just turns around and goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's spit take. A literal spit uh. take. Um, if I had to say my absolute favorite Kaiki moment, do you know what you're you're gonna you're gonna probably be surprised when I say this? He has a lot of great moments in um in every time end. he's on screen, it's a great moment. But in Hitagi end in particular, um yeah. because I feel like he was really allowed to be emotional there, more so yeah. than in any other appearance that he has. But probably my favorite scene that he's in is in Hanamanagatari. It meet. Meet meet me. Oh, it's on the Sonic Run? Yeah, the sand the Sanic running was also pretty good too. No, I feel like I, I like it because it really brings his character full circle. At least I think so. Um, okay. Because by the end of it, um, he's talking to Kambru almost like a father would talk to a daughter. Sure, um, yeah. Because you, you can tell that he genuinely cares about her and wants what's best for her, even though right. they're not obviously like related in any way but it's because of the love he had for toei back in the day and that's toei's daughter yeah and like it's it, a fantastic thing the great thing about it is so you've seen kaiki give like um business cards that he has of his and it always says like ghostbuster or something like that on it yeah but when he gives kambru his business card with his his phone number on it it has the word ghostbuster crossed out on it Oh, I didn't notice that. And he's literally oh, just shit. doing it. He's doing it as a, as a way to show her, you don't have to call me if you need help. Just call me if you ever need to talk. Best girl, Kaiki. That's what... That that might be my absolute favorite scene. As kind of meme as it is with the whole Niku, Niku da. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I like it because it really brings his character full, full circle. 
Like it genuinely feels like a good final scene for that character. Yeah. Because chronologically it is the last uh, time you see him in the story. Also, yeah, because well, last time you see him, period, at that point, yeah. At least in the anime. In the anime, sure. <laughs> anyway. All right. We, 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 we've, uh, we've placated Kaiki enough, I think. Uh, next yeah. is another one of the Ghostbuster characters, uh, Izuko Gaian. She, she knows everything I, that's I. I think Gaian is my least favorite Ghostbuster. Really? Yeah, it's just, wow. it's, I think she, I, like, the whole premise, like, the whole, like, like conceit of a character being, like, the mastermind who knows everything, mm. and it's, like, he's, he's, like, can, can, like, you know, it's, like, oh, like, nothing surprises me, everything is, I account for any possibility, it's, like, it's, I think the moment I liked it the most was in Tsubasa Tiger, again, the Anakawa arc, who figured, because how it's contrasted to sort of, like, destroy Hanakawa's character, who is supposedly, at that point, the smartest character in the show, mm. and you bring on characters, it's like, I actually know everything. And after that point, I kind of... I, I still liked her as a character overall, like, she's cool, but she never exceeded that point. I was like, oh, like, thematically, I was like on board with her you know i don't know if that makes sense okay but it's like I, yeah and i've also heard people say about her that she just feels like a deus ex machina character because mm. she just comes in sometimes and just fixes all the problems just because she knows everything it's cool to see though how Aragi sort of subverts her expectations of, of, of things happening mm. because he's such a wild card of a guy compared yeah. to her, her like methodically like figuring shit out um, and I don't know. It's like again, I really like her a lot. But I think because I think in terms of like the Ghostbusters, she might be my least favorite because mm -hmm. her, something about her design I think is just cool, but it never like I don't know something about that, it. I could. She's never got that out. like early two thousands hip hop aesthetic because <laughs> she dressed like she's fucking the teenager, but she's a forty something year old woman. She's forty forty four year old woman. <laughs> well, there you like go. A teenager. So which is uh, an aesthetic, all right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what are we thinking? What do you think? I think she's a C. A C? Wow. I'd give her a B. Uh, no, a B, sorry. A B, okay, a B. All right, uh, I'd yeah. give her a B. So yeah, I think we're, we're in the same boat. All right, next is, listen, shut up. Uh, <laughs> it's Hachikuchi. Shut up, Natai. Um, S. Uh, what? <laughs> why? Okay. Why, why, is, over here. why is, no, listen here. Why is Hachikuji not an S? Um. You don't have a good answer for that, do you? I do. I'm, I'm waiting. She. Hold on. She's oh, way. you don't have a good answer if you got to think about it. She's part of one of my least favorite arcs. Okay. Ah, that's weak. Yeah, she's that's not an really... S. She's not an S. Well, what? What would you? Where would you put her at? If you say D, I swear to God, I'm going to jump right to this computer and slap you. <coughs> F. Uh, no. Um... What the fuck, you? 
listen, listen. I can go with you to like all right, why is she an S? Give all right. Why is she an S? Okay, first off, Loli. Uh second off, um she is a character that Aragi uh, is very comfortable in confiding in because he realizes that while she may appear... He's comfortable be, with doing a lot of things with her. So that is, that is true. That is true. <laughs> but he is he also recognizes that while she has the appearance of someone who is much younger, she has the li life experience as a ghost uh, of someone who is much older. And he doesn't speak down to her. He just fondles her. He does do that quite a bit as well. Um, and who could blame him? I mean, what? Uh, I w I'll just go ignore that. I will say her her older design is incredible. I love it. I think it. you Especially and I are Zoku. definitely... I think you and I are definitely in agreement. As much as we love Hanakawa, like as a character overall, and especially her design, I think both of us, our favorite character design is like 21-year-old Hachikuji. No, that's not my favorite design to show. I'm sorry. Which one That's is, not my is it? Is Hanakawa actually your favorite design then? No, no, we'll get to her, but no. Okay. Um, um, well, well, okay. It may not be your favorite, but I think you agree. It's 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 top tier. Yeah, it's top tier. All right, I'll, I'll tell you this. Okay, I think. Okay, okay. I. I'm not gonna lie. I never jived that much with Hachikuji. I think it's very her scenes with Aragi are super entertaining. You know, with her like uh, fucking flubbing his name all the goddamn time, and Coming I love in Zoku, <laughs> yeah, I love in Zoku how they reverse that whole dynamic, and I she's super entertaining. But when we got to Shinobu time, and you have that scene of her farewell, I was, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I did not feel anything. Wow, you are an unfeeling monster. I just. Dude, two episodes ago, three lollies, including her, kissed kissed him. Actually, she kissed him in that episode. But whatever. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, she's entertaining. I'm willing to go A. I don't okay. think she's an S okay. because she she. All right, because Kaiki steals every goddamn scene he's in. Okay. I don't Agreed. think I can say that about Hachikuji. Agreed. I maybe she. I I would be okay with having her one tier down from Kaiki. Thank you. <laughs> but 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 speaking of uh of things that are top tier, uh we have one of the fire sisters. We have Kane. God the worst fire sister. No, no, this is not true. This is slander. I, I, I think I don't like Karen as much as I like Tsukihi. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Karen is too much, man. She's very she's energetic. I like the the what is I think it's in Mise where she's like just doing acrobatics as she's walking yeah. around town for no reason. When she's like she's like talking to Arag and then she's just like taking off, so she's doing somersaults on the way out of the frame. Hasta la vista, and then she just somersaults <laughs> out of frame. <laughs> um, she's fun. I don't though. know. I mean, yeah, she's fun. Watching her beat the shit of Koyomi was fun. <laughs> Were you picturing yourself? Maybe a little. Uh, oh god! But that scene was also very well animated. Oh, for sure. It's. Um, I'm and... curious. So, 
So obviously, if you don't like her as much, clearly you like Tsukihi better. But yeah. uh, I, I would agree that Tsukihi's story arc is better as a character. But I still like Katarin because she's like the yeah. super energetic one that, that Koyomi, like... The secret. Yeah, the Tom. Well, I love tomboys, uh, but mm. he's like I would say secretly dotes on, but he definitely like very unsubtly dotes on Karen a lot. Despite you know when they're together, sometimes like oh, leave me fucking alone. It's she's just too much, man. You know, sometimes it's like she's like just like throwing herself at Araragi, and I'm like, oh god, but- damn. But, but, but Natai, listen, I, I need you to know she took that toothbrush like a champ. D. <laughs> oh, I mean, she was taking it like a D. I'm, I'm sorry, T. T for toothbrush. <laughs> T for toothbrush. <laughs> I uh, I'll, I'll give, uh, personally, I think she's a B. Hey. Okay. I, I, you know what? B. Yeah, B for a B. <laughs> <laughs> A B for it. Karen B. Hey, we got it. Hey, we got it. We got it. Um, all right. Next is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Koyomi Araragi. I mean, I yeah, I, I I don't think there's really any any doubt that he's an. First of all, the story wouldn't exist without him. Second of all, like the dude, a lot like Hanakawa with him, the dude is ride or die with everyone he fucking meets. If you know this man, <laughs> if you know this man, he's going to bend over backwards for you anytime you have a problem. Dude, that's so true. <laughs> you just like Why, someone's waving not, at him at the street. It's like whoa, dashing towards him. It's like I'll save you. I'll save you. I don't need saving. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, like. Like, it's so much fun to see him in all these situations. Like, whether it's him, like, just, like, talking shit with someone and bouncing off someone. Whether it's him, like, in Kizu figuring out how to fight. Or whether it's him just, you know, just taking a beating or something. Like, to just... Every situation he's put in is, like, super entertaining, you know? Yeah. Um, I also like that while he does goof off and shit... Um, he also knows when to dial it back. Yeah. And super dense though. I, I, I think so. I, I heard someone say this one time, and I think it's kind of true. Koyomi is the bro that I think all of us wish we had. I agree with that. <laughs> Imagine uh, if he had a bro character in the show. If he had like an actual brother? No, like an actual bro, like a like a another dude. It is oh, like it's like a fairly female show. Yeah, I wonder um, what that dynamic would look like. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the closest. I guess the closest thing we see to that is Meme. Meme eh, is like a mentor for him. Yeah. You know? L- yeah, less like a friend, more like a mentor. I guess. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, nah, I, Koyomi's Koyomi's great. Uh, he's he's like I say, he's ride or die. He's the friend you want to have. Um. And Definitely. he's got a harem of women that want to ride his dick. I mean, what more could you ask for? Bro, with the way you fucking gush over him all the time, it sounds like you want to ride his dick. I, th- you know what? No. I'm no. not why even did it let, Why did I give you that opening even? That was a mistake. <laughs> that was a bad idea. I apologize. I thought you knew me better than that, Natai. Ugh. 
anyway uh, anyway speaking of meme uh meme is next um definitely a bro as well um and a really good mentor to to aranagi i think it's a testament to his character that hillary shows up in like one season and then one last scene Mm. but still like we talk about it all the time because he left that much of an impact you know yeah yeah, he, it's he's crazy. pretty much he's there through most Kizu, of actually. of Bake, and then he's he Kizu. comes back at the end of um, uh, uh, Wari or season two, and yeah. uh, and then we see him again in Kizu, which is a prequel to to Bake. So yeah, I mean, for him to be in only what I would say, let's be generous and say twenty percent of the whole series, even less than that, if if, if that, being honest. Uh-uh. No. And to him, for him to have such an impact, not only on the main character, but on like our perception of the story as a whole, I think is a real testament to how well he's written and how well he's voice acted as well. That moment in Bake where he goes like, "You can only save yourself," is like we always go back to that moment, and it's all because of him. You know, it's like and he it, set it, the it's tone. the central, it's the central conceit of the Monogatari series. And he set the tone for the entire for the rest of the show, and it's like, it's it's, I just, like I'm kind of torn because it's kind of a shame we don't see a whole lot of him. But mm-hmm. the fact we get so little of him and we know almost nothing about him as a person mm-hmm. kind of adds to his like mystery and aura. You, you know? know, it's it's something that I well we've talked about, and I've heard a lot of people who are fans of the Monogatari series talk about. It's like I wish we got more of like the Ghostbuster characters because like they're so mysterious, and but every mm-hmm. time they're on screen, they kind of steal the spotlight. And I'm like, that's probably the reason that you feel that way about them is probably because you see them so infrequently. If you saw Definitely. them more frequently, you'd stop feeling that way about them. Definitely, I do I wish. There's people who would like to have a story that was centered just around them. And I'm like, as cool as that sounds in concept, I feel like you'd take a lot away from their mystique if you did that. I agree. But I do wish we could have gotten more scenes during the show. Not even like a whole series around it. I've just seen more than one uh, ghost part just like bouncing off each other, you know? Because we yeah. get a bit of that, but just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of it. Just that, very that, maybe dying with someone else. That that is a bit of a I think a missed opportunity in the Monogatari series, at least the anime, that you never got to see those Ghostbuster characters on screen at the same time. They talk yeah. about each other and they, they talk as like they know where each other are and like they, they know about their their hat the things that they're doing and their happenings, but the fact that they're yeah. never on screen together and they can't banter off each other, I think would have been mm-hmm. really fun to see. Yeah. I totally agree. So what do um, we think about Meme? A? I, yeah, I was about to say A. I think A. Okay. A is good for me. Alright, next is the cunt. I mean, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's alright. She's all right. <laughs> um, You know what? I'd give her an A. Okay, A for effort. <laughs> um, I think so. Nadako, I, I feel like is she's a good character. I, I like the fact that it's it's all about like, hubris and 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 being yeah. humble and and you know also accepting yourself for who you are. Um, and I th- I feel like in the hands of a less experienced voice actor than Kana Hanazawa this character would not be as well received. 
Oh, I, I think I agree. It's listen, like I what do you mean her in Bakke? She's just a nothing burger, you know, she's just a fucking Moe anime girl, just a Moe blob shit. And she did do, she did the thing. Kana Nazawa yeah, but, delivered. But she know? also has the most memorable OP. <laughs> and she has the most memorable OP for fucking two episodes, which is insane. But technically three, if you count the time that it reappears in uh, Koyomi. In Koyomi, true. But like, yeah. Um, but fucking uh, Otori Monogatari, her arc in second season, her range as a character and Kanazawa's performance is nuts. You know, yeah. Whether it's just sure. like her being her usual self or her burst out in the in the class where she just like, just goes oi 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 and just yeah. lets it all out is. Awesome and and Zoku all I think I was I was like on her like sort sort of giving her a B but Zoku elevated her for me just seeing more of that side of Nadako that delusional Kuchinawa side of her mm. is like just was awesome you know and her yeah. arc is like fascinating to watch it's like it's tragic it's it's kind of it's kind of pathetic even to some extent but it's just so cool to see her story unfold so are we thinking b or a i personally say a i don't know where your mind's at okay i would say like a b plus a minus i'm okay with putting her in a she could be like the 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 lowest of the a's the lowest of the low yeah (laughs) um yeah and i I just there's something about kana hanazawa's performance as her it's literally it elevates it I yeah. feel like in the hands of another voice actor, uh, it, w- it wouldn't be anywhere near as good. Agreed. She's the, she's the queen of voice actors for a reason. <laughs> uh, that video of her performing Renai Circulation with the massive crowd all going, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Incredible uh, stuff. I like how I, in that clip, she's like, she comes out and it's like, say no. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone exploded that loud or well yeah everyone's like really like cheering and clapping within that loud or long uh uh silence from her and she's like just waiting and waiting and then boom the beat drops incredible <laughs> greatest drop spooky in music Oogie. history spooky Yuki is next um so i'm gonna hmm. be perfectly honest up until uh i watched owari didn't really like ogi very much as a character. She's just kind of not there. Yeah. Um, but when Awari comes around, and especially by the end of Awari, I have a, a newfound respect for this character. Um, I thought when, it, when she was first introduced, it's like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then as time goes along and you see her a couple more times, it's like, all right, uh, are we just introducing a character just to be mysterious, or is this a point to this? And then you find out the point, and it's like, oh, fuck, that's kind of deep. <laughs> Yeah, the 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 end of Awari just kind of makes her character. It mm. co- like completes it, you can say. Um, I but I'll I'll tell you what I always loved her presence, like that moment in Nadako's arc in uh, Nadako Medusa, when mm-hmm. she shows up, and at that point you're not sure what Ogi even is, but you're like seeing she's fucking around with everything around her. I'm like I'm in. I'm on board. I, I want to see what they do with this character and how they yeah, how they take her slowly to become this like final boss of the entire series. 
is great. And I love the final confrontation with her and arguing Ori. And I love her final confrontation with them in Zoku as well. I love that sort of like the the connection the two have. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um I will say in terms of design, I could kind of take it or leave it, but I know that obviously it goes into her like creepy aesthetic. So, you know, it, it works. It works. I don't know what I give it though. Um, I'd Between say B. Between a B and an A. Let's say, let's say yeah. B for now. We'll say, we'll say B for now. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. The lesbian. I can never remember her name because she's only in Hana. And Nanachi? Her. Yes. Thank you. Uh, D. Yeah, I just I, <laughs> I I get I get that like it's important for for uh Kamaru's growth as a character. I get it, but I just don't care. <laughs> I really don't. not very memorable. Not, no, not her design is also not very memorable either. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of as you said, take it all. It's it's kind of whatever. It's there. It's. She's just she's she, in the context of Hana. Uh, excuse me. She nice. serves her purpose. She does the, the thing, uh, but she's just fine. I, again, I feel like if she had had more appearances, and we got a chance to know her even better, maybe I'd change my opinion. But it just her personality is just kind of there, you know. It's like with most of the cast, like there's a lot of things to latch onto with their personality and behavior. With well, her, there's also again, nuances just... in a lot of the other characters. With her, there's no nuance. Um, I think her story has nuance, but like her, the actual performance of her, it feels just very one note. You know? Yeah, exactly. Not bad, but it's just okay. Yeah, kind of like Hana. Uh, no, I I do like Hana. I do think like Hana gets a lot of things right. I do enjoy the story that's trying to tell. I think that she's just the least interesting, the least interesting thing about Hanumanagatri. I one hundred percent would agree with that. Yeah. All right. Speaking of characters that only show up once, um, uh, Shinobu's first minion, whose name I have already forgotten. Seishiro. Oh, Seishiro. I, I, I remember without looking it up. Damn. Um, again, I, I feel like D. I, I feel like D simply because again, it's a, a character that we never really got to know a whole lot. Um, but I, but also for at least a warrior monogatari, he becomes like a central part of that story in a roundabout way. And that's why I think I would give it, I would put it like a high C because his involvement in Shinobu Mail is like, like he is like a, a cool foil to Aragi, and I do like that they get a lot of screen time together, mm -hmm. sort of bounce off of each other. And you see the contrast between the two, how both of them see Kiss Shot. Like, yeah. Like, 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 it's, it's, I don't know. I really enjoy that, that sort of like, they went, they took that sort of dynamic of seeing, of taking, all right, these two dudes, you could say, and how they view their, like, Kiss Shot, just like Almighty Being, and how they have, like, these two different perspectives. And, I don't know. It kind of it works for me. I really like. I like Seishiro for what he was in that story. Um, yeah, I definitely like the like the part he plays in the overall story of of Monogatari, and particularly in Shinobu's story. 
Um, yeah. But it's it's just I really wish we could have seen a little bit more, and then I think it would have really improved my my opinions of him. I'll I'll say this: it felt like a satisfying payoff to all those times we were talking about the first minion. You know? Yes. So I'm okay with it. Yes, I'm okay it with does. It. All right, next is uh, Sundare Service. Sundare Service. Drive uh, Gahara. Drive Gahara. Um, I the will say Gahara. one of the most satisfying things about the Monogatari series for me, there are many satisfying things about the Monogatari series, but one of the most satisfying things for me is watching the evolution of Hitagi's character throughout the course of the series. When you first meet her, and in fact, throughout the entirety of Bakimonogatari, you would be forgiven for thinking that the central premise of the rest of the story would be about them them, them and their relationship evolving. Where yeah. it is, but everything else takes a front row seat while that just kind of happens in the background. But you still, yeah. every, every like, I would say two or three story arcs, you go back to, you know, Hitagi and Kleomi just being together and bantering, and you just watch their... Uh, Love grows. Their, yeah, they you watch it grow until you get to the end of, um, um, like, Hitagi End. Oh, yeah. And you see, like, oh, oh, I see. <laughs> it's... It's funny, when I was watching Monogatari for the first time quite a few years ago, it was, I found, I was talking to some friends while watching it who already watched it, and they're like, yeah, after Bucket Day Romance kind of like dies down, it's kind of disappointing, and I was watching it, and yeah, I took a back seat, but it was, I think it's kind of a brilliant move to put it in the background, because it's very, like, it allows, like, the, the series as a whole to breathe, to go mm -hmm. to other places, but then every time you go back to that central relationship of Itagi and Aragi, it feels more impactful, and you see, and to see that growth, it hits that much harder. So you go to the end of the show and see how Itagi acts as opposed to as opposed to the first episode. It's like, wow, what a fucking journey, right? And it's it's yeah. fucking beautiful, man. I love them together. I it's one of those instance instances where less is more in terms of character development. Yeah. And it's very it's very difficult to pull some of that off, but they definitely do it with um, Hitagi and and Koyomi. Um, and I will say this: mm. up until Tsubasa Tiger, Hitagi was my my best girl for the mm. show. So like, she's up there definitely. For oh for sure. Um, what? So I'm curious uh, of all the Hitagi scenes, what is your favorite? Oh. Because I can tell you exactly what mine is. Bro, the fucking... <sighs> Alright, so... Okay. There are two, but I'll go over them very quickly. There's that scene in during Valentine's Day in Tsuki Monogatari where Aragi is after all that long-ass night and he's, like, going supposedly to his house. He opens the door and fucking Itagi lunges at him with a piece of chocolate to his mouth. And she's like, oh, happy Valentine's Day. And then you realize she went all through the trouble of fucking putting a cardboard cutout of his house in front of her plates mm. to fall into cover to her place just so, just so she could serve him chocolate. And then he's like, oh, it's very tasty. And she's like, yay. <laughs> it's like, oh, you see? Oh, you so, see? Oh, it's so cute. It's so adorable. And then they and fuck. And then they fuck. It's that scene, and then 
the first scene from like the last scene from Bakke, uh where they go stargazing. It's oh, the it's stargazing so... scene is is definitely good. I love that. It's I love the beautiful. scene you mentioned at the end of uh, Suki. Um, but you know what my favorite scene is? For Awari season two. It's that scene where they're in the car and she just looks at him and 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 he says she says I want you to call me by my name. And Cleomi says, I call you Sinji Gahara all the time. Just know <laughs> my first name. And he goes, Oh, okay. Hitagi. <laughs> so And just that that cute. look of absolute satisfaction on her face is just It's so oh. cute. And remember it's that great. that scene where they <laughs> where he's in the car with her dad and her, and he's like talking to her as Senju Kahari. She's like, "Oh, dad, I think I think Aragi is talking to you." It's like, "You bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> so S S tier, yeah, S tier all the way for sure. No um, speaking of S, Shinobu. <laughs> oh, definitely an S. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any question either. You um, you asked about my favorite design. Oh, look, they're Fucking... all three together. Look at the tie; they're all three together as it should be. <laughs> Perfect. You asked about my favorite design. Hmm. Fucking full power kiss shot is my favorite design in the entire show. Mommy, no I question. Mean, mommy, I mean mommy. Uh, blondie mommy, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean Shinobu, no matter what form you're looking at, whether it's her lowly form, her teenage form, her adult form, her full-on kiss shot form, all of it is absolutely phenomenal um, to look at. And yeah, Shinobu's just so badass. Like, even in her early form, like, she just comes off as this absolute badass character. And we were talking about, like, character journeys. Her journey as well, you don't get to see it as linearly, if that is even a word. In a linear fashion, like, you see it with Hitagi, because if you're watching any broadcast, or you, so you first see her in Bakke, where she's very distant, then in Nisei, where she comes to terms with Aragi about their dynamic. But then you see what led to that relationship back in Kizu. It's like, when you take it as a whole, her dynamic and journey with Aragi to how they view each other as equals to some extent mm. is amazing. I love it. That shower scene in Nisei is awesome. You know? It's great. Yeah. I mean, there's also another shower scene in second season, but we won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, it's not my glass. What? <laughs> uh, but no, nah, I just, I, I, there's, there's so much about Shinobu uh, to love, um, and there's so many designs to love. Her story, donuts, though, super, bro, donuts. Uh, her, her story. If you think about it, though, is super tragic. Mm -hmm. Um, but the fact that by the end of it, um, she's willing to give up because she's like, she's back to full power in, uh, yeah in Awari. And then she's like, you know what? It's not worth it. <laughs> I'm just going to go live in your shadow. Yeah. And she's like, and she's content with that. You know, it's, it's awesome. Like her character is one of the more interesting characters in the show. Mm. And it's like, I, I really like how we get to see all those different sides of her. It's, it's awesome. I yeah, like that the, the story kind of portrays her as like being very regretful of the fact that she's immortal too. She's a character with a lot of pain, you know? Mm hmm And, and you uh, don't realize it, it that shows. at first. I mean, when yeah. you first see her in, in Bakke, you kind of think she's just sulking because she's lost all of her power. 
but you realize that she's just a very tragic character as the story goes on. Also, shout outs to uh is it Maya Sakamoto, the voice uh, actress? Yes. I think. Maybe I'm fucking yeah, up the si- name. I'll, uh, yes. I'll, 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 I'll uh, Maya look Sakamoto, but, yes. Uh but uh, Fucking the performance again, like voicing both the so lowly and the adult version of her. All the forms, she's so good, you know. And again, like I think for like all of the cast, it's just top tier in the show. She's like, been all of them are doing in the voice own, acting you know? sphere for like two or two a and a half, three time. decades now. Maya Sakamoto, yeah, okay, I didn't fuck yeah. it up. Um, I, she's been voice acting since I think like the early nineties. Oh shit. Um. So yeah, she's been she's around great. for quite a while, and yeah, she's she does she kills it uh, as Shinobu in all of her forms. Um, so yeah, easy, easy, yes. Um, math, it's time to do some math. Um, I'm very bad at math, but no. Um, <laughs> she can teach you. I <laughs> no, I'd rather not. Um, math. Hmm. This is a difficult it's... one for me too because, like, I want to place her high, like in a, a B or A, but at the same time, I feel like she's kind of a bitch. But you get why she's a bitch. She's been through so much. It's true. Like, I like her arc in Awari. I really do like her story arc. Um, it was it's... so weird to be introduced to a brand new character so late in the story, though. Yeah. But and she and just like at the moment you get to know her, she's out until Zoku. yes. And I feel like even if she didn't appear, I feel like one thing that would have helped her story arc a little bit in my mind is if we had had some mention of her before she appears in Awari. Um, yeah, it's or at least some hint. That, that, you know, there was something there. Didn't, like I say, it doesn't have to actually be introducing her, but, you know, something that there was someone in the past that this happened to, and uh, Koyomi hasn't, always, like, dealt with it yet. There was always hints about Koyomi's past that before Kizu, something happened that led to him being alone. True. That's the most we got, and that's, like, the breadcrumbs that, I guess, Niso is left for himself to do something with later. Yeah. It's, it's just, I remember... After finishing Oari season two and before even watching Zoku, I was like, I liked Oikura, um, and I liked like I liked almost all, everything about her. Mm. Um, but that's about it. She was just a good character that I enjoyed, and that's it. And then when Zoku got announced, and I was like, oh wait, that's that's Sodachi? What? And she looks different. I was kind of prepared to get more of her, and we did get that, but. Not it wasn't to... her. It's not. It, that it wasn't her. Alternate. It was her. a different. Yeah, it was an alternate her, but it's not. That wasn't my issue. It's just that we just saw a different side of her that doesn't that that because it's in a different world to some extent that mm-hmm. Aragon created. That means that when she left the show, like proper, she left. You know, that's yes. all we will ever get of her. And I'm kind of, I wanted more from her character in the in the present, you know, in, yeah. in the actual present timeline of the show. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I don't know. This is a difficult one for me. Like, like I said, my gut is telling me A or B, but like, realistically? C? I think she's a, yeah, I think she's bottom B, top C. I'll give her bottom B. 
Okay. Apple uh, B, B minus. I, I can I can live with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, I do like her design though. I mean it, it's it's yeah. a little bit basic, but I kind of like it. The fact that it's not like overly like complex. Um, I like the twin tails. I yes, I do I do like twin tails a lot. Um I, I will say one thing. I, I appreciate her bringing uh the Monty Hall problem into common uh <laughs> consciousness. <laughs> Great. Um, all right. Next is uh, the last. I guess you could say uh, vampire, vampire hunter. hunter. Yeah. Um, and that's episode six year old um, boy. Yeah. I, again, a, a much like Guillotine Cutter and um, and Dramaturgy, I feel like I like or he, he I, I like episode as a character, especially because he seems to revel in his own like craziness. Um, <laughs> that crazy laugh of his. Oh my god. Um, uh but i just wanted more i'll tell you what i'm thinking he deserves a low b a b minus because we got a bit in more of him in uh both it's about the time but mainly in shinobu mail yes where you have that scene of like <laughs> when he and gaian like take the porn and and he took the BL manga and uh, Gan took the um, Yuri manga. Yeah. Just that small tidbit of him reading the BL manga. I was like, that's awesome, dude. I don't know. It's just so funny to me. I, uh... But this fucking guy, this psychopath, just likes BL. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I will say, um, even though he's not on screen a lot, uh, a lot like Kaiki, every time he is on screen, he kind of steals a scene. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think for that, I'm willing to give him a B. Yeah. Okay. I think B is fine for him. B is good. All right. Um, uh, speaking of lesbians, um, uh, <laughs> we have Kamburu. Um, this bitch needs to clean her room. Ugh, too many books. I hate too many books. Too many books. Um, I don't know what I would give her. Hmm. I will say I did like her look in um in Hana when she let her hair grow out. Oh yeah. That was nice. It's, I think it's my first design of her. Yeah. Uh the, he she got a reverse Nisio Eason haircut. <laughs> you know what? I think she belongs right next to Karen for being such a fucking too much Bitch. energy for me. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think, oh shit! Wait, just notice the Nadako is an A, but Cumber is a B, and I'm trying to think, is this right? Hmm. I feel like I think the, it the, is the banter. I I will say I do enjoy the banter between her and Koyomi a lot. Yeah, that too. That is yeah. I agree. I, I think I think for the banter alone, I think I'd give her She's more. An a. I I'd lean more toward A than B. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah. You won me over that um, argument. And the fact that by the time Hana comes around, like, you know, her character does get a nice little bow wrapped on top of it as well. Um, she's kind of dealt she's with so buff. all. Yeah, with all of her her trauma. Um, she finally gets to talk to Kaiki, um, who is kind of like a father figure in the shadows, more or less. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I I do like her character. I will say when her character is first introduced, 
and I would say for the first few times that we actually get a chance to see her, she is kind of annoying. But I think she, her character kind of comes into its own. A lot of times, like the Nisio Isin isms of the show tend to fall on her for like the fucking stupid banter. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And it mm. feels like it, for some reason, it happens a lot with her. So I guess like, that's why like I don't have a whole lot to, to say about her. Like constantly referring to herself as Koyomi's sex slave. Yeah, that's maybe why I'm kind of don't have a whole lot of good things to say about her. You know? I still think I still think the banter is mostly good, and I think for that alone, her character kind of deserves an A. Also, I just I generally like her character design. I'll say this: I would like for all the OG the OG Baki girls. I think she might be my least favorite. You know. Well, I mean, she is. Uh... I guess we do see Cotton in uh, in Bake, but not. We don't really get an exploration of her character, so she would eh, currently really. be the least really. the least rated on our list. Oh, um, next on our list though is Dio. <laughs> it's not even Tadatsu; it's just Dio. It's just Dio. Um, this is I another like character. I feel like again with more screen time, I would rate him higher. I think it's a C. I, I'd say C too as well. Maybe if I'm stretching, maybe a B minus. Um, I think it's a C. But I, I I'd like say him. C. I, I like his character a lot. I, I like the the part that he plays in the story, especially with like uh, Izuko's like giant web of uh, deceit that she's creating at the end of of Awari. Um, but. I don't know, man. Like, of course, he's voiced by Dio, so you know he sounds great. Um, Think of it this way: if it wasn't for, sorry to cut you off, but if it wasn't for Dio voicing him, oh, he'd be a he would he'd be a D. Yeah, D for Dio. Uh, D for Dio. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I think I think they give him give him an elevation of one one rank for for being voiced by Dio. Um, I get to. Speaking of someone who has almost no screen time, though, uh, Toei Gaian. But she's hot. But she, oh my god, she's hot. She got that milf body. Oh my god. C for cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D I'm for sorry. double Ds. <laughs> oh, nah, I think she's a C because we only get one scene of her. Yeah, and then the mm. only other like the only other stuff we get about her is other characters talking about her. Because I mean, Izuko talks about her a few times, and then Kaiki talks about her occasionally, and Kanbaru as well, and Kanbaru as well. Yeah, I but Kanbaru think... barely knew her. But you have that opening monologue in Hana when she talks about That's her. That's true. I, I think, I did like her scene with Koyomi in Zoku. And I think oh, that scene. Oh, I liked it too for for several reasons. <laughs> and I do like how that scene also sheds a bit more light on Gain's character and mm -hmm. sort of humanize her as well. Um, I think a C is fine for her. All right, I, I'm willing to to put her there. All right, Sukihi. Obviously, we got to rate her higher than Karen, right? Easy. Um, I wouldn't I say she's... she's an S though. I'd say A. I think. She's A um, as well. 
I think she's bottom A. And I will okay. tell you why. I think her comedy is flawless. I think mm. she there's so many like deadpan like moments with her. Like I remember that one moment in Nisei where there's the toothbrush scene and she walks into the room, it's like uh Onicha, what are you doing to little sister? And she's like she's like grabbing the knife. You have a lot of moments with her like that that I just mm. like I I, I I love that shit. She makes me laugh so hard. Someone um, pointed it also, out one time, and it's absolutely true mm. when it comes to Tsukihi. She has Monty Python humor. She does. She <laughs> does. I think that alone bring her, makes her the better Fire Sister. Um, but also, I like... I, I think Platinum Disco is just like she's so in, entwined with that opening that like ultimately like i see tsuki i'm like yeah yeah i like it yeah um, also also the story uh, of Sugihi is is really kind of tragic too like uh phoenix gets trapped in a body and just doesn't know what to do with it less trapped in a body and more like disguises itself as a human yeah you know and it's like is a fake family member to some extent but then yeah. like She's still his sister, so Koyomi doesn't want that to go away, you know? Um, yeah. It's kind of wholesome, you know? It's wholesome, but kind of tragic at the same time. Because they all, well, Tsukihi and, and Koyomi obviously know about it, and they're just like... Oh, no, Tsukihi doesn't know. She doesn't even know she's an apparition. Well, that's, that, that's true. That's true. But yeah. Koyomi knows, and he's like, I have to just pretend that it's not there. She's still my sister, you know? Yeah. Again, I think it's another sweet. reason why Koyomi is so good. <laughs> I'm okay with giving her an A. All right. A it is. Your favorite. There we My... go. <laughs> I, I love, I love um, Dononoki so much. Um, I know I was kind of like, you know, 50-50 on her up until Tsukimonogatari. I don't know what it is about Tsukimonogatari, but that really made me like really love her a lot. Hmm. She's fun. Um, I, I I I like her shtick. I, I like her shtick a lot too. Uh, her story is really tragic as well. Like the fact that she was created and she's immortal, and it's like really painful for her because she has emotions but can't show them. And they get to Zoku, and she's all fucked up that in the face. Creepy ass smile. <laughs> Shout out to Sorry Ayami for that performance. Yeah. Like I loved it. Um, loved it a lot. Yeah, just going straight from deadpan to uh, just the creepiest shit you've ever heard in your life. Um, I give Oronoki a B, if I'm being honest. I can I don't live with you... it, but I'd, I'd say more A for me personally. I can live with Convince B, me. Convince me. You have, um, you have one shot. Do it. Besides the fact that she's got thick eyebrows, and thick eyebrows are cute. Um <sighs> Listen, thick. I like I like girls with thick eyebrows. Okay, don't don't at me. Mm. Um, I just the whole stick with the whole peace piece, the the chuniest, the chuny aspect of her. I really like um, the peace piece. Yay, Onitan. Uh, the the scene with her and Kaiki is really funny. True. <laughs> if you say that again, I'll kill you. <laughs> True. Yeah, eh. <laughs> Fine, I'll give it to you. Um. I'll give you the the bottom A. Okay, <laughs> the lowest. I of can't the believe, A's. I can't believe I let you all your lollies be an A. Yes. What a stark contrast to the last time we did it. All according to Kekaku. <laughs> God damn it! 
All right, the last uh, character that we will be ranking is uh, one of the characters that, again, appears about the least. Uh, it's the last Ghostbuster as well. Kaganui. And still, she's better than Gaian, in my opinion. I like her design a little better than Gaian. Um, I also she think actually looks like a middle-aged woman. <laughs> I think her personality is also way more entertaining than Gaian. Like, she's kind of like, she's kind of intimidating. Mm. In a very, very physical way. Because you know she can beat the shit out of you in any second. She's also like six feet fucking tall. Yeah. She she <laughs> just has much more presence. And I, I, I just like all the interaction with, interactions with her. You know, it's just... Mm. She stands out more than guys. Literally. To me. Uh, I also like the fact that she doesn't touch the ground. And, and then you even have... Um, Onunoki that's uh, like she's holding it with her finger. You have that, but then uh, Onunoki hints to uh, Koyomi at one point. It's like, yeah, she she might not even have to do that, but she just does it anyway <laughs> because she that's thinks a, she has to do it. That's also like I really like her dynamic with Onunoki. You know, I do it's like it, it's almost like I don't want to say it's like a mother daughter thing, even though she did it's have like an a older big, sister. Yeah, it is. Yeah. She did have a hand in creating Ononoki, though. And there's almost like a sense that the, the more you do see the two of them together, it's almost like the more she regrets like giving her life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because she's created someone who has a lot of actual pain that she can't uh, express. So what do we what do we say for her? So we want to rate her higher than than Izuko, right? She's a B. I think she's higher than Gaian. Well, uh, Izuko is in B. Yeah. So like okay. just in that row, just above her. Okay. Well, here um, we'll put her. We'll put her. We'll put her in right after uh, Black Hanakawa. Are there any changes you feel that you want to make to this list? Um. I'm okay with it, I think. I mean, uh, on my own... This is actually a pretty good list. I think it, it's pretty indicative of how I would put it. Um, the only change I would make, personally, is I'd have Hachikuji and S instead of A. But other than that, no. I, I, I I really like it. And maybe, maybe I'd also have um, Black Hanakawa at an A as well. Mm. No, I, I think I'm okay with it the way it is. Other than that, yeah, I think this is a pretty good list. I think this pretty accurately reflects both of our uh, opinions on these characters. We got it in all in a bit over an hour. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, and we didn't forget characters like we did with the first time we did this. What did we forget? Uh, we completely forgot Izuko the first time we did this ranking. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> whoops. Uh, yeah, whoops indeed. Uh, but yeah. This is our ranking of uh, Monogatari characters. Like I said uh, at the beginning, there are some characters who uh, aren't on here that uh, maybe we could have ranked. Um, Kuchinawa, the snake, I feel like maybe I'd rate him at a B just because of the how... The tiger like, is too chunky. The tiger is too chunky. Uh, Mamaragi, I mean, those legs, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You don't even see her legs. They're pants. You don't see the actual legs. Give me a fucking... Oh listen, God. listen, okay? You're impossible, Fuck you. dude. Fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do like... I like the advice that she gives, though. She gives good advice. Sure, sure. I can agree with that. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, this is pretty much all of the uh, the characters that that really matter in the Monogatari series a lot. And I think, yeah, this accurately reflects how I would put them. Um, so I am yeah. curious uh, for those of you uh, that have made it this far. Do let us know down below um, if you agree with our ranking. If if you don't, um, where you would put some of these characters um, aside from how we have ranked them. Also, uh, as before, don't forget to uh, like or uh, subscribe if you want to see more. Yes, Nitai. You, you you can you can maybe maybe even make your own tier list and send to us send it to us over on Discord. That's right. Um, yeah, if you want to make your own tier list, I can uh, put a link to uh, this tier list that we used on uh, or down below in the description of uh, this episode, um, where you guys can make your own and definitely join our Discord server if you haven't to share with us uh, i'd be very curious yeah. to see how all of you would uh rank these characters yourselves um you got anything else to say in the tie before i bounce us out of here all of your opinions are wrong only mine is correct this is how it goes you have nothing you have no power over here i have the high ground okay well let me let me put us back here um yeah we're back <laughs> um I guess with that, thank you everyone out there for dropping in to watch us. Uh, please, uh, like I said, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff if you want to see more. And if you liked what you saw, check down below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on Twitter, and on uh, Discord to always be in the loop with what ACAT has going on in the chat with your fellow fans. Um, we also have a merch store down below. I have actually very recently uh, revamped that merch store. It looks uh, very, very Let's nice. There's a lot of new uh, items in there. In fact, all of the Finn emotes uh, in our Discord server are now available for everyone to buy as stickers in our uh, in our merch store. Um, so if you want to have Finn doing the pog face on your laptop, now you can. <laughs> yes. Um, I did the thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. You're, you're, you're trying, and that's trying I'm is trying. half the battle. Mom, um, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, with that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Natai. Goodnight, Natai. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, That's the best I had. How the hell are you going to put Karin under Sukihi? I mean, I'd like to put Karin under Sukihi for another God reason, fucking but... damn it. For how long have you been thinking of that fucking bit? <laughs> Ever since she Stop. put Karin in B. She is a B. She is Bisexual? A Where's the H? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>